That's my secret cat. I'm always angry. Alright. I ran out of patience. On the roof! Hey everyone, cat, cat, big fan, Spider-Man. Avengers! Assemble. Hello, Peter. Hello and welcome to the Infinity Saga and Beyond, an MCU fan podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand. With me today is uh, no one, it's just me today here, as we're going to catch up on some of this news that has come through. So, uh... Started off here, we had a Miss Marvel trailer. I'm not going to be doing a full Miss Marvel trailer uh, recap. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, usually I've been doing where I will watch it and do a video thing, but since, you know, it's been a day or two, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just talk about it. On here, there isn't too many mind-blowing things to talk about in this trailer, so nothing to like, you know, enthusiastically share on here. We're just gonna kind of talk about what we think we see, what what we think's going on. We're gonna talk about the Miss Marvel release date and the poster that came along with the trailer, Spider-Man No Way Home, home release, the Defenders series going to Disney Plus, and Dead. Pool 3 news, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh, Miss Marvel uh, released a trailer. It is going to premiere June 8th of 2022. Now, this is a pretty big deal, and the reason why it's a pretty big deal is because June 8th is a Wednesday, two weeks after Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres. Before, we have not had any live-action Disney and live-action uh, Marvel... I mean, live-action Star Wars and live-action Marvel overlapping on the series on Disney+. Plus. So this is a pretty big deal because this will be the first time that happens. Where you're going to have to wake up on a Wednesday or come home from work on a Wednesday and, and ask yourself, what am I going to watch first, <laughs> you know? Am I watching Obi-Wan or am I watching Miss Marvel? Uh, so that'll that'll be something. And that'll be something that happens more and more frequently, I think, as we go on here on Disney+. And as somebody that's planning to recap both of those shows for The Pod Awakens and for this show, it makes it a little harder to do so. Uh, but yeah, so one thing that may have stood out to you, if you know anything about Miss Marvel as a character, is her power set and her origin story in this show looks to be very different from the comic books. This was kind of leaked early on. There was some... Uh, there were some sort of leakers that were going on and, and leaking this, but there was also, like, I, I think, like, a cardboard cutout of Kamala that was 
leaked showing her new powers. Like a standing thing that you can buy. Um, so in the original comic books, in the Jonathan Hickman Avengers run during, I think, Infinity, which is a lot of what inspired Infinity War, by the way, um, but Avengers Infinity uh, arc that they had there, there was Black Bolt, one of the Inhuman royal families. So Inhumans were originally like the, you know, they had a royal family that consisted of Medusa, Black Bolt, Lockjaw, people like that, uh, but they weren't, I don't think, super popular. Um, then what you've kind of run into is when Fox had the X-Men rights, uh, the, the person in charge of Marvel at the time, um, why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, but he is... Uh, no longer in charge of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, actually. This was originally one of the uh, issues that Feige was having when he was trying to um, trying to make like a Black Panther movie, a Captain Marvel movie. This guy didn't want any sort of, I guess, minorities um, or underrepresented people in his movies or leading. He thought they wouldn't sell. He thought it wouldn't do any well. And uh, Feige went over his head to Iger and was able to wrestle control um, of the cinematic universe, at least Marvel Studios portion. So why am I saying all this? Well, uh, Miss Marvel, um, in, in, at the time, uh, is an Inhuman and not part of the Inhuman royal family. So that was originally how it was. The Inhumans were the royal family, Black Bolt, Medusa, Lockjaw, a few others. Then uh, what had happened is since they couldn't use the X-Men, uh, the person who was in charge of Marvel Studios at the time, above Kevin Feige, president of Marvel, was wanting to only have... Uh, didn't want to have X-Men in the comics then. He was like, if we cannot market... Now, this guy comes from a toy company, okay? Uh, the toy company that bought Marvel. At a certain point. But he goes out and says, you know, if we can't market these characters, we're not going to use them. And that's why there was like a, there was a downtick in X-Men comic books, X-Men merchandise, all that kind of stuff. Because they couldn't really profit off of it while uh, Fox had the rights. And what they wanted to do is kind of make Inhumans the next X-Men. You know, they're pretty much X-Men in, in name. Uh, except for, I guess, not in name. Um... Instead of your powers kind of coming about due to age, like the X-Men have, this would happen through what they call the Terrigen Mist. Uh, so there was like a Terrigen crystal that, uh, or Terrigen bomb that blew up in New York and other parts because Adelan, the, uh, the royal seat of the royal family at that point for Inhumans, was sitting above New York City. And when that happened, it awakened something in the genes of people that were descendants of Inhumans that gave them powers. And that is how Kamala Khan got powers originally in the comics. Well, that's also why originally uh, we had a Inhumans movie scheduled. But once Feige took control of Marvel Studios, that became an ABC series. He just dumped it off there. 
because uh, he wasn't interested in doing Inhumans. You know, that was kind of a mandate passed down to him originally. So, you know, he he is able to brush it off, and then it made you wonder, okay, well, now we have mutants again, so are we going to get Kamala as a mutant? Or are we going to get the Inhuman, Terrigen Mist, all that kind of stuff, uh, which was covered extensively, actually, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., if you want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, they cover Inhumans and do a whole arc with Inhumans. Um, I have not watched Inhumans, the short-lived show that was a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I just heard really bad things about it, so I have not given it the time of day yet. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. So uh, Kamala Khan's powers in the actual comics are kind of based off Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, where she has the stretching ability, or she calls it embiggen. Where she's able to embiggen herself. She's able to make herself larger, make her fist larger, kind of stretch her arm out. She's able to do all that kind of stuff. And if you've played the Avengers uh, Xbox or PS5 game, that it, PS4 game that had just come out, was that late 2020 or late 2021? Yeah, it was late 2020 that that game came out. They kind of cover that origin with her there. And I think they actually do it very well. You know, I know a lot of people give that game a lot of crap, but I actually enjoyed the game for the story mode. And getting to play as Kamala Khan was was a joy. It really was. So, the way it seems like they're doing this, and the way that they're going to make this change, is that they're giving her a different power set. So she's not going to have Embiggen. She's not going to be able to stretch or make herself larger. It seems like in this trailer she finds bracelets in some sort of attic, and when she puts it on, it somehow gives her the powers... Of almost like a Green Lantern-style ring. If you're familiar with DC Comics, Green Lantern has a ring that he is able to make objects out of. Um, kind of be able to make anything he wants. It kind of seems like that. You know, in this she's able to use it as a shield. She's able to kind of put, like, little areas for her to walk across in the middle of the sky. She's able to use it as a fist at one point in the trailer here so very interesting for me i think there's probably about three to four reasons why they're doing this one they want to maybe differentiate her from another you know fantastic four is going to be coming out probably the next two or three years and you don't want two characters with the same power set i would think debuting around the same time uh, and, you know, Mr. Fantastic has had his powers a lot longer than Kamala. Uh, reason number two. To make her closer to the rest of the Marvels. So what we mean by that is she's going to appear in the Marvels, the Captain Marvel sequel, which is going to have uh, Captain Marvel, played by Brie Larson and Carol Danvers, you know, and also Monica Rambeau. From WandaVision. Their power sets are very different from the embiggen stretch type powers that Kamala has. So I think they're trying to make her more in line with their powers. This would give, you know, her not standing out so sharply, I think. I think it would be very strange if, you know, she's standing next to them with that. Um, reason number three, 
I think they want to just get around the Inhumans and that whole origin storyline. So, now they can just give her some bracelets and we can kind of focus on her as a character. And not have to worry about, okay, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon with their Terrigen Mist? Is, uh, you know, are the Inhumans at all going to have a place in the MCU? Maybe. Maybe they're not ready to answer that question quite yet. Or maybe the Inhumans in the films and MCU are going to be based off of the royal family Inhumans and not just a mutant replacement like they've kind of become. So for me, I think that's... I know I said three or four. I thought of a fourth one, I think, as I was driving home today, and I totally don't know if that is something that's still in my head but there's three <laughs> there's three reasons why i think most likely they've changed her power set um oh also another one could just be budget uh it, it can look very odd to do the stretch power and maybe they can't do that as well as they can do like a quick like crystal construct type thing that she's able to do when it comes to cgi as well so what I would think is it's probably a good combination of those four reasons that make something like this happen. And uh, look, I'm for it. I, I am a little disappointed that we're not going to get Miss Marvel as she is in the comics. But ultimately, you know, how she gets the powers, what the powers are, are not as important as the character themselves. And, uh, you know, she's still a very, very new character. That is kind of up and coming and is going through um, maybe some changes. And maybe these changes take effect in, you know, in the comics. I don't know how they're going to do that. Because, you know, if somebody finds Miss Marvel and they're like, oh, this is, this is my jam. I really like this show. Let me pick up some comics from her and uh, read them. And, and they're not even close to it. That might be a little odd for somebody who's a new fan but uh, so maybe they make some changes there too i don't really know um i guess we'll see how it goes uh so like we said that is going to be june 8th 2022 they released a little teaser poster for this as well which is based off of i think issue four of the 2014 miss marvel run where she's sitting on like the lamp post, uh, staring out across from New Jersey in uh, into Manhattan, New York City. So uh, it's a really nice poster. Looks great. I mean, the feel of the show feels right for Kamala Khan. You know, it is a coming of age story that she's seemingly having here, and how she's got to juggle. You know, she's a you know as they show on the. In the trailer here, she is a huge fan of the Avengers. She's wearing Avengers t-shirts. She's doing, you know, fan art. She's doing fan fiction. You know, that's kind of where Kamala lives at. And now she's getting the chance to actually maybe become a superhero. And that's kind of the crux of the history and her motivations. And that's why she calls herself Miss Marvel. She's just a big fan of Carol Danvers. So that is something that I'm very much looking forward to. 
and you know getting to know her in this and then being able to see her again in the marvels which is i think next year again now uh yeah probably next year <laughs> right everything kind of got pushed back i think that's march of next year yes february of next year so there you go less than a year away so we'll kind of be introduced to her about seven months ahead of time which will be good i think get her into the conscience get her you know by the time the show wraps up we're probably in like early august late july so you're even closer uh, there was an interesting part in this trailer as well where you see a silhouette of four people in the fog maybe i'm stupid i don't know i couldn't tell who that was um so that'll be interesting see how it goes from there All right, let's talk Spider-Man No Way Home digital release. That is That came out March 15th, so if you're listening to this show now, you're able to purchase it on like Voodoo, iTunes, Movies Anywhere, get your Spider-Man No Way Home. It got moved up a week, I think, because the high-def version did leak and people were starting to pirate it, so they just have released it uh, a week early. And I'm very, very sad. I'm waiting for the physical release. Anybody knows me knows I need to have the physical copy of stuff. Um, the physical copy always comes with a digital copy. So even if I bought the digital and then bought the physical, I would then have two digital copy codes. And it's just easier to wait. But I really don't want to wait. I've been thinking about double dipping so much to be able to watch No Way Home again. But sadly could not. Uh, April 12th is the Blu-ray release, so I will have the 4K Blu-ray around then and be able to re-watch it again. You know, waiting will be good. Uh, a lot of bonus features on there. I'll probably talk about the bonus features when I get a chance to actually watch them. I'm trying to stay away from a lot of that stuff before I actually own it. So I talked about this before we started the show here as well. Defenders. So all of the Netflix series were removed from Netflix at the end of February. We've gone 16 days without them being available anywhere else. We kept thinking, oh geez, are they going to go to Hulu? Are they going to go to Disney Plus? Where are these series going to go? And Disney did the smart thing and they put them on Disney Plus. And when I logged into Disney Plus this morning and asked me to set my account and all the profiles on my account, if we can watch TVMA stuff. So I've set that as yes for me and my wife. And uh, now you can see Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and The Defenders. And Punisher. All of those series are now available. Uh, they're not in the chronological order of MCU stuff. They're also not in the phase sections. But they are in... A little section that it has itself called the Defender Saga that's underneath of What If episodes. And they're also uh, under, I think, a section called Series and Specials. Oh, you know what? No, they're not. They're not under Series and Specials. Interesting. Uh, and along with that, too, something that is not rated MA but is making its debut today, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
is finally on Disney Plus. All seven seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A show I recommend. I know it starts off a little slow, but my goodness, when it is good, it is good. Um, it is a really fun show. Season four is great for its Ghost Rider stuff. If you want to watch Ghost Rider stuff, season seven is great for some of the time travel stuff and the finish of the show. I mean, it is just uh, a, f a really fun. If you can make it to halfway through season one. Which takes place during the time of the um, uh, it takes place during the time of uh, Winter Soldier with the Hydra reveal. The show just becomes super great, just super great. I'm adding it to my list while I'm on here. By the way, it is a lot of fun. But yes, this was uh, this is a really really fun fun series. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend checking it out. Go give it a whirl. It's a lot of fun. I'd say the same thing for Daredevil as well. Daredevil, I think season one of Jessica Jones is great. Season first half of season one of Luke Cage is good. Iron Fist is not great. Uh, Defenders is okay. I haven't watched season two of Jessica Jones. I haven't watched season three of Jessica Jones. And I did not watch season two of Luke Cage. Or all of Daredevil. And I haven't watched any of Punisher. I know I'm slacking, but once we kind of started getting the hint that maybe these things were not going to last or that they weren't even really important to the show, uh, you know, to the overall MCU and stuff. And then, you know, I don't like the Netflix release model of where I have to try to watch all of that season in a weekend or else I'm going to get spoiled. So I kind of fell off of them. Um, but I am eager to kind of go back and watch it. It doesn't help that, you know, they are kind of TVMA and my wife does not enjoy watching those. So I'd have to find time to just sit and watch them by myself. So that's not as fun. Not as fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look. Now's the time, right? This has worked out perfect for Marvel and Disney because, you know, No Way Home had Charlie Cox come back as Daredevil to thunderous applause in a lot of theaters and people being really excited about that. And with Kingpin being in Hawkeye, this is the perfect time for those rights to kind of revert back to Marvel and Marvel to be able to put them on Disney Plus, where all these Marvel shows can kind of live together. And we're going to talk about the Deadpool 3 news soon, but hopefully that means that Deadpool 1 and 2 can get moved off of Hulu and come over to Disney Plus with this new pin system and the new, like, you know, parental controls. Same thing with Logan. Um, you know, the Wolverine film. There's no reason those movies should not be on Disney Plus now if we have shows that are TVMA and also are, you know, going through the same thing and that we now have parental controls to be able to stop kids from seeing them. So hopefully they do the right thing and add those to them as well. 
Because, I mean, if they add those, the only thing we'll really be missing from Disney Plus is the Sony stuff. And with Sony making a deal with Disney, which they have, and we don't know when that's going to take effect. But the Sony content might start showing up on here. The old Raimi films, the old Andrew Garfield films, the, you know, the Tom Holland films, Venom. Like, all that stuff can theoretically show up on here. Once the Sony deal starts coming through with the library content and some of the new release stuff into the Spider-Verse, like, we can actually start getting a more complete Marvel tab, which would be fun, which would be great. And So let's talk about Deadpool 3. We finally got some more news on it. You know, they've been working on the script a while, it seems like, but Sean Levy, or Levy, uh is going to direct now he's just directed ryan reynolds in two movies back to back free guy which is also in disney plus right now for you to watch i have not watched that one yet and the adam project which is on netflix which also stars ryan reynolds and mark ruffalo so there's there you go there's some uh more mcu stuff there i have not watched that one yet either that one just came out i think on Netflix, March 11th, yeah, five days ago. I've heard good things about it. I've heard people really like it. Um, it looks good. But, yeah, so this will be Sean Levy's or Levi's, uh, or Levy's, if <laughs> I don't know which way to say it. I don't want to butcher it. Uh, that'll be their third film together with, with Ryan Reynolds. He's directed uh, Night at the Museum. Uh, the three Night at the Museum films, the Cheaper by the Dozen Steve Martin film in 2003, Big Fat Liar, just married with um, Cameron Diaz, and I don't know, Brittany Murphy and Ashton Kutcher, Pink Panther, Date Night. Oh, Date Night is probably his best film then. Uh, Real Steel, The Internship, um,. Man, those are some really good, really good films. Uh, he and he's what another thing is he's he, probably the most big thing he's directed that is a huge hit for Netflix is he's done a lot of episodes of Stranger Things, and that's where I kind of remembered him from. But, you know, it's funny, he actually even directed some episodes of, 47 episodes, by the way, of the famous Jet Jackson, the old Disney Channel TV series. And he did the Jet Jackson movie. That's really interesting. Uh, but no, they seem to have a great working relationship, Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, so... Um, if, if that's the case, and if that's going to make this, you know, Deadpool 3 movie even better because of their pre-existing relationship, then I welcome it. I think that can be a lot of fun. I think it will be a lot of fun. I, I think that, uh, it's good to finally get news on it. We already know that they were going to, you know, they've already kind of addressed the whole we're keeping Deadpool rated R. So we don't have to worry about that at all. So let's get it. And now it can go on Disney Plus after its release. And hopefully, like I said, the first two movies 
get moved over there as well. Okay, so where does that leave us? That's a good question. So, I've talked about doing a Moon Knight little book club primer. And it looks like that's what we're going to do. So, what we're going to cover, and we're going to do this next week, is the first five issues of the 2016 to 2017 Moon Knight series. You can read this on the Marvel Unlimited app. Or, if you don't want to pay money, if you don't want to do that, there's an app called Hoopla. H-O-O-P-L-A. If you have the Hoopla app and you have a library card, you can create an account and read books, comics, whole bunch of stuff, videos that you can watch and catch up on here. So who we're going to uh, read is the 2016 one. That's by Jeff Lemire or Lemire, Jeff Lemire. Those are the ones that people are saying are the most similar to what we're about to see on Disney+. Plus. So if you want to look it up, it's called Moon Knight on Hoopla, 2016 to 2017, Volume 1, Lunatic, Issues 1 through 5. That's what we're going to take a look at, and that's by Jeff Lemire. Now on the Marvel Unlimited app, let me see if how I can locate it on there for you. Alright, so for that you would search Moon Knight. And it looks like they have it listed as 2016 through 2018. There's 27 issues. Yep, and you would look at issues 1 through 5. The front cover of it, if you need to know, is a uh, is Moon Knight in like a straitjacket in an asylum. So there you go. That's what we're going to be talking about next time on the show. So if you want to read those and then listen to, or just if you don't want to read them, just listen to kind of my thoughts on them, as I've not read those before either. We'll do a deep dive of that next week before the show kicks off on the 30th, which is just two weeks from when I'm recording right now. So next week, around the 23rd, you should have that episode dropped, and then we'll get ready to recap Moon Knight week by week. Six episodes of this limited series is how they're marketing it. We'll see what changes with that, but hope everyone has a great time. What you may have noticed as well is a lot of episodes right now of Elseworlds, the DC one, filling up this feed here. I did also create another feed for that, but it does get more play on this show. But I recommend if you want want to go see that directly, you can go to the Elseworlds feed 
um, you know, on all the places that podcasts are available. Uh, I am recording another episode of that soon as well, which I'm going to do some sequel speculation for the Batman with my cousin Brandon. So he'll be on talking some Batman and uh, just his overall thoughts on it and then where we think the sequel can go. Uh, But if you want to give us a follow here, email marvelplusrecaps at gmail.com. You can send us your feedback. If you read those issues and want to send some feedback that I can read on the show, that's where you can email it. Twitter at TOInfinitySaga. Facebook.com slash InfinitySagaBeyond. And that is all. So thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time.